welcome to the Love Positivism podcast. I'm your host, Shireen, and I'm the creator of Love Positivism. I'm here to help you on your spiritual and healing journey. I am a certified yoga and meditation teacher, a student of Chinese medicine, a doula, a Reiki practitioner, and a passionate, highly sensitive person. I want to use my knowledge to channel information and messages for you to grow on all levels. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode. I hope you had a beautiful start of the new year and that you felt this amazing new energy from the new moon this week. So I hope you've had a beautiful and restful time. And there's still a New Year's meditation available here in the podcast that you can do at any time just to be clear on your intentions and to look back at 2020 with gratitude of what you've learned and all the blessings that you've received. And this week I have a new guest. We're going to talk about really interesting uh, topics around awakening and higher consciousness and it's Claudia Navone and she's an author, a teacher of consciousness and a mentor of the Divine University. She's a bridge between this world and the worlds of light and she channels uh, and yeah I, I was so fascinated with this um, talk. I think it's really interesting and just expanding and she talks about her first book the shapeshifter and also just around the collective consciousness um yeah i hope you enjoyed this episode and if you do please leave a review or rating on itunes it really helps this this podcast to grow and i really appreciate it and I just hope that you continue on a positive and uplifting path and let me know what you think. Enjoy this episode. Hi, Claudia. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Shireen. Thank you for inviting me. So happy to have you here. And I want to start by asking how you stay mindful and present. Well, since I had my big awakening in 2006, so it's quite a long time ago, mm-hmm. um, I stay very conscious uh, through spiritual practices. So I learned how to switch on the light within myself and how to always stay connected or maybe always is a big word but let's say 80% of the time I stay connected with my higher consciousness and that has been possible through all these amazing spiritual practices that I've been learning through the divine university which is an amazing teaching system, uh, a spiritual system. And um, 
um, which was founded by my teacher, Sriyama Kuala Phoenix. And uh, now I'm a mentor of the Divine University and a teacher of the Divine University. And, uh, and I'm still practicing every day, switching the light within myself so that I can be very mm. present, very much in the now. That's very beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. I want to hear <laughs> more about your journey because, yeah, maybe the listeners uh, don't know who you are. Uh, maybe you want to share uh, who you are and what you do and your background because it's a very oh, interesting yes. journey that you've done. <laughs> yes, it's a complete yeah. 360 change yeah. <laughs> of, of everything but yeah. basically in my previous life I used to be a fashionista I mm. was a very well-known uh, fashion editor and then fashion director before in London then in Australia of very well-known titles like uh, El Harper's Bazaar, the, the Sunday Times, which is like the biggest newspaper mm. in England. And I did this for a long time. I mean, it wasn't, you know, two years. It was like 22, 23 years of my life. I started very young. Mm. And, uh, and then one day... Um, when I was in Australia. Well, I can also say that before that, since I was a child, I always had spiritual gifts. Mm. I could always see and hear spirit, but I thought it was very normal. And so I never put maybe too much attention into that mm. because I had different dreams, you know, when I was very young, I wanted to become a dancer, a classical dancer. Mm -hmm. And then I went into the fashion world. So, but spirituality, spirit, uh, the other side, the family of light has always been with me since I was a child and guided me in many ways since I was a child. Around age 40, 42, and I lived in Australia at the time. Mm. And it was then that I had the most sensational spiritual awakening. And I say the most sensational because it was really like being in a movie. The way that happened to me was so big, so unexpected, so radical that I couldn't ignore it anymore and eventually I had to leave behind my previous life you know in, in the mm. fashion in the fashion magazines and so really let go of everything that I knew from before in order to embark myself in this incredible journey that eventually much more recently brought me to be a writer, an author, and a spiritual teacher now as well. Wow. Yeah. So, um, you know, in a few words, I mean, it's so much more than that, obviously. And But the first book that I wrote, The Shape Shifter, it's really the story of, of, of my life and of my awakening. Mm. 
Um, and it just, it begins with my birth, let's say, and, and it stops with my, when, when I'm finally ready to go into the world as, you know, as a teacher of consciousness uh, and as an author. Um, mm. and, um, and then since then, so much more even has happened, basically, because my, my book was published um, I think in um, 2019, I mean recently, mm. but maybe one year and a half ago. And now I'm at work with my second book. In fact, just before um, I connected with you, I was in the middle of, of writing it. <laughs> mm. That's amazing. I want to hear also more about uh, your books and also how that experience was for you when you had that awaken like what is awakening from your experience okay. what does it mean so awakening is to remember mm. is to remember who you truly are beyond your physical body beyond your mind so in order to be awakened you cannot look at everything through your mind, but you have to start to open up your spiritual eyes and raise your vibration and go a notch up. And understanding that there is so much more to what you can see or experience just through the mind. So awakening is truly to remember the truth of your soul. And it mm -hmm. is a journey of the soul and a journey of consciousness because you have to let go of all these old belief systems, of all mm -hmm. these blockages, of all of these ideas and perception and clear yourself, go, you know, go through a process of, of, of clearing, basically, till you really start to begin to connect with your universal consciousness, which is your higher self, your divine presence. And we all have a higher self a universal consciousness as human beings because the truth is that we are, all of us, beings of light having a temporary experience in a physical body. But when we come to Earth in our reincarnation we forget we enter the veils of forgetfulness and we forget who we are and then we enter the journey in this earthly reality which is going to teach us a lot but are we going to learn our lessons are we going to learn and understand what our karma is so that we can dissolve it and live our life here on earth 
in a much more wonderful way, basically. Mm. And the wonderful thing is that we all have this potential. But some of us are ready to do it in this lifetime and then others maybe are not quite ready to do it in this lifetime. And this is absolutely fine because every soul has their own timing, even with awakening. So it is very important if we are spiritual awakening, awakened of not have any sorts of criticism or judgments towards anyone that is not awakened yet, because their time will come eventually. And mm -hmm. so when we are also beginning to awaken, it, there is a big heart opening mm -hmm. that comes with it, in which you learn how to forgive yourself, how to forgive everything in your life, and how to have again the God within you, which is this incredible, um, um, powerful force. And when you are aligning your consciousness with your God's consciousness, is when you really become the creator of your own reality. Because I would like to share a very, very important point mm -hmm. that maybe not everyone is aware of, but every human being is a very powerful creator. We create every day our reality through how we think, so through our thoughts, through how we speak, through what we say, through our words. And through, obviously, our action. So it is important to create these as if our thoughts, words, and action are not of positive nature. We shall not create the most positive reality for, for, for ourselves and from everyone around us either. So this is part of being conscious. That's what awakening brings. Mm. Your higher consciousness grows. Mm. And you suddenly become your loving observer, beginning to observe all of your reactions and all of your triggers. And mm. truly learn how to use your energy with much more love and let go of many things that are so unimportant but sometimes are trapping us into a certain modus operandi, so a certain behavior that we have, which is our personality. But we are so much more than our personality because we are consciousness, basically. Mm. And so the awakening, it's reminding us of this truth, that we are higher vibrational beings, 
And once you remember this, then you can create for yourself a reality which is much higher vibration. And that does not get affected so much by the 3D. Because when you are awakening, you are also beginning a process called ascension. Mm. And what is this process? So the ascension process is where, is where you are lifting yourself from 3D into 4D and 5D. And once you get into 5D, your reality, it's not touched anymore by the 3D realities. Do, do you, that, does it make sense, uh, Shireen? Mm -hmm. Are you yes. following it? Yeah. Perfect. And when you are ascending and liberating yourself of everything that does not serve you anymore, then it doesn't matter what's going on in the world. You are living this different reality, which is always positive. Mm. For example, uh, in this past year where we've all been affected by, by COVID, mm. and there is a higher reason for this as well, mm. but for example, my own reality has not been touched by that in any way not mm. financially not health-wise not in any way and this is because of the raising of the vibrations mm. and saying all of these i have obviously all of my compassion and love goes towards everyone right now because so many people have lost dearest ones so many people have been struggling with this illness. I mean, it is a reality, you know, but mostly this reality is, effect is affecting the 3D. And also we must understand that COVID, it's something that is reflecting the karma that we have with Mother Earth. Mm. As humanity... I'm not saying individually, but as the collective consciousness of humanity, we have great karma with Gaia. We have mm. great karma with all other species on Gaia, with all the animals, with the minerals, with the crystals. I mean, we believe to be the best and strongest species upon this planet. But once upon a time, it wasn't like that. Humanity used to respect Gaia. So what has been happening is that we lost this balance. We have no balance with all other species and with Gaia, Mother Earth herself. And something like COVID, which is another species from us, is a virus species. It's kind of teaching us what means to be in fear of another species. Because that's what we have been creating mm. as humanity. We've been creating fear in all other species. Mm. 
Yeah. Just look how we treat animals, for example. Mm. You know? So sorry. That was a long monologue. <laughs> no, but I, I totally uh, agree. And, and there is something that is reflected uh, from within everything that's happening. Yeah. Uh, so that we can learn and grow that it has to be like that otherwise it would we would just um not evolve or maybe just yeah so and also you know all all these people that are forced to stay home i mean my hope is that they're using this time to go within to Mm. go within and to search for more of the truth of themselves this is the perfect time for doing that that's why we have this because yeah. you know Shireen with all the darkness there is always a lot of light mm. and in reality we are moving towards a new era of enlightenment it will not take us two weeks or two months or two years or maybe even more than 20 years, maybe we'll be another couple of generations, two or three generations before this is going to happen. But as the collective consciousness of humanity, we are moving through a time or towards a time of enlightenment. And you know that before dawn, the darkest hours are the, are the last hours of the night, just before the dawn. Mm. And this is the world where we are living now, the darkest hours before light will touch us again, collectively. Mm. And saying this, there are so many individuals that are awakening right now. So many are awakening. So many, everywhere, from all sorts of life, in any country, so many are awakening. Yeah, that's a great yeah, explanation uh, from your side and, and how everything ties together. Thank you so much for sharing that. And no, pleasure. It's, it's yeah, like you said, it's... Um, We've been living so much in intense energy and activity and all of this. And it takes us outside of ourselves. So when we yep. get the opportunity to to slow down or to just be, uh, it can raise a lot of challenges. In, in uh, I can see that a lot of people have not... Um, not taken advantage of, of this opportunity to go within because... Uh, we're so used to be externalizing everything instead of yes. going within, right? And being absolutely, with it. Absolutely, absolutely. But also humanity needs to return to their heart center because mm. many are completely disconnected from their heart. Yeah. And, uh, and, and that is what has been causing all the problems for a very long cycle of, our history basically so for example my first book Mm. the shape shift shifter is illustrated well 
my life, so my consciousness, you know, through the law of reflections, all of my learning with my awakening and all of that. But the book that I am starting to write now is about collective consciousness. Mm. So it's very different. And uh, it comes can you from... Tell us? Yeah? Yeah, sorry. Actually, can you tell us about the first book uh, as well, just to the shapeshifter? Like, how did you start? Where did the inspiration come from for that book? Well, I was was told to write it by the Enlightened Masters. I have this wonderful connection with the Enlightened Masters. They are my teachers. So I had Sriyama Koala Phoenix that has been my teacher and is my teacher mm-hmm. in a physical body but then I had the masters that has been my teachers in bodies of light mm-hmm. and they asked me to write this book um, a few years ago and uh, I was quite shocked when they asked me because I was like I can't do it I never wrote a book in my life you know mm-hmm. like negative negative you know mm-hmm. but they said no no you can do it and so I, I did it, and now I completely understand why they asked me, because I was the typical human being that disconnected from the heart in mm-hmm. a very abrupt way and had a very closed heart till my awakening and then the journey back into my heart. So it was a life dominated by my ego, And a life of many sufferings also because of many internal sufferings. So superficially, I had this incredible, glamorous life that so many envied. But in reality, I had a really difficult life within myself because my heart was so closed and dominated by my ego. Mm. And I was only interested in the success uh, the material things, you know, Mm. having the best clothes, the best things. I mean, don't get me wrong. I still love beautiful clothes and all of that. But I had a real obsession with it before, you know. And obviously, Mm. I wasn't capable to realize at the time that material stuff is not going to fulfill you ever, Mm. you know. Yeah, it can fulfill you for a nanosecond. And then that's it. And, uh, and also when you don't live in your own truth and with an open heart, you are creating a difficult reality for yourself. So I had so many lessons to learn. And my book, my first book, it's really and truly about this. It's about everything, all the difficulties that I had encountered so that every reader can reflect themselves into my story and see possibly also themselves through me. Because many of the problems that I had, many also have. Mm. You know, and all of this is packaged as a very entertaining story, basically, that takes you all around the world because every chapter has a name of a different location. And my life has always been about traveling. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, well, not right now, <laughs> well, yeah. you know, but, but even last year I managed to spend, you know, a lot of time in South America and then came back. And so, you know, somehow I always managed to travel. Mm-hmm. But, but anyway, but that has been always my lifetime. And, but everywhere I traveled, I learned so much, you know, from this place. So, it's, uh, I guess, is an interesting story for everyone who is on the spiritual path. Mm. And, uh, and everyone that is also in that stage of awakening where they don't understand the whole picture yet. Because it took me a while for me to understand it as well. It wasn't easy, you know. Mm. Even if I had this spectacular awakening, the enlightened masters coming to me with all of these revelations, I can see spirit, I can see them as I see everything in my life, you know, because I've got this uh, wonderful gift of seership and clairaudience where I can Mm. hear and see. And simultaneously, sometimes it's like being at the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. and, uh, um, and so, but even with all of that, it was hard to let go. Because, you know, I had a great life before. I mean, you know, I wasn't in a cave in India since I was young. Do you know what I mean? I was mm. in the best hotels around the world, in the best restaurants, wearing the best clothes, going to all the super duper parties meeting thousands of people, you know, so it was hard to let go of all of that. But in the end, I had to follow my heart and to really Mm. go on the journey. And now, thank God I did it. You know, I would have missed out on so much. I can tell you. But you have to have, yeah, but you Mm. have to have the courage to jump. Mm. You have to have the courage to follow your heart and to jump basically yeah i'm just wondering also like after you had that because i think a lot of people think that when we have that awakening it's all smooth after but it can be so much (laughs) tougher because you have to do real shadow work right well i mean i i went through nine months of the dark night of the soul they did it in nine months for me because they wanted Mm. me to, you know, come out quickly. But I Mm. promise I was suicidal. Mm. You know, it was so hardcore because you have to meet your deepest wounds. Mm. And my God, I mean, it's quite something when you meet your deepest wound. But the more resistance you apply, the worse it is. It's Mm. when you are starting to surrender that everything starts to happen. And in fact, the book, The Shapeshifter, has three parts. The first one is in the waiting room, which was my life before awakening. Then there is Mm. awakening, and then there is surrender. Because if Mm. you don't have surrender, you will slow down your awakening path. 
So you really need to surrender. And to surrender is the hardest things to do. But yeah. you can do it. You can do it. You know, it's just, you, you just have to like go meet all, all your wounds, your shadow, you know, and, and all of that. You have to be very patient with yourself, very patient with everybody around you that might not understand what you are going through. And you can't blame anyone. You can't blame others if they don't understand your journey. Because how can they possibly understand it? So you see, I, I had to spend a lot of time on myself while I was transforming. Yeah. Because you get so sensitive. Yeah. And the world gets so harsh, you mm. know. But now that I'm fully integrated in my awakening and in my higher consciousness, uh, nothing touches me. Because I've been building this huge pillar of light in which I live within and the external energies don't get to me. So I am not affected by all these fears, for example. I'm not affected mm -hmm. anymore by all of those things. But while I was going through my process of awakening, I had so much fear coming up. All the fear in the world would come up mm. because I had to meet my fear. You know, I had to meet all of my fear, my wounds. I mean, my biggest fear, for example, was to be poor. Because, you know, when, when, when I was uh, obviously in the fashion, I used to earn a lot of money. And when I gave everything up, I thought, oh, my God, I'm going to be under a bridge, you know, hmm. because it took a while to become to practice and give sessions and, you know, and teach and all of that. It didn't happen immediately. So but but I was so supported because when you embrace your real path, your hard dreams, the hard dream of your soul, there is so much support that comes. And so yeah. I was never under a bridge because so many came to my rescue, gifting me money, gift me, gifting me a roof over my head. I mean, so the book talks about all of that and shows you how much grace comes when you are surrendering to your true essence. Yeah. You know? And yeah, but, that's so true and so but, important. Yeah, but then, of course, you have to clear all these memories, all these old belief systems, mm. you know, that are implanted within you. And so I was yeah. very lucky because I entered these uh, uh, mystery schools and all the schools of the Divine University, which are sensational, because in one year mm. you do with others, you know, in a big pod, the spiritual works, but if you are alone, probably takes you 10 years to do it, you know? So that's mm -hmm. how we have been, like, my path was on, um, on a, um, uh, how do you say, um, was very speedy. Mm -hmm. um, uh, um, I was on a very um, fast uh, like on a fast train, you know? 
because I had so mm. much help from all these amazing schools of the Divine University. And I mean, it's, 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 it's a brilliant teaching system. I mean, there are many amazing um, spiritual teachings up there. There are so many streams of consciousness, you know, but it depends what your soul resonates with. And the mm. Divine University and the method of teachings in the Divine University, which all, it, it, it is all done with frequencies and with the family of light present, mm. where they truly help you with all the light technologies, you know, and everything. And mm. that was what speeded it all up, basically. And so I speak about all of these in my, in my book as well, which is really fascinating. You know, looking back, I don't know how I did it, but, mm. but, but I did it because I wasn't alone. Yeah. And some people have their awakening and then they don't know what to do with it because mm. they don't have a structure. They don't learn. I mean, light is a science. And, they, and in the divine university, we've been learning the science of light, which is all these parts. It's all about your energy body, the chakras, the crystal core, the eternal flames. It's all multidimensional studying. I mean, it's incredible. It's really like the, the old uh, mystery school system of the ancient civilization of light, like Lemuria, Atlantis, is coming all from the ancient wisdom that was brought and seeded upon the earth by the ancient civilization of light, which most people think is a fantasy, but actually it's not. And my next mm. book is all about that. So I'm very excited, so very excited, because yeah. I'm also, because it's all channeled, you know, I, I am a channeler, mm. so all my information, everything is channeled, and, and so mm. I'm discovering a lot of things that I don't even know myself through, through writing it. Yeah, writing is powerful. Writing is very it's powerful, really, yeah. Yeah, you can get so much... Uh, insights from writing it is um, and also when you write like you know when you do um, um you know channel writing um mm, auto writing yeah. you know um when when you do that uh, so writing is important because you are imprinting when you're writing you're really yeah. imprinting in this reality mm, so, so um, true. So that's why, you know, um, there are many people that write lots of wonderful books. Uh, and, uh, and every book belongs to a different stream of consciousness and will attract the soul that needs to read it, basically. That's how it works. Mm. It's not, I don't write my books to be, um, you know, a best-selling writer. Even if, of course, it's lovely when you know that your book is selling, when, you know, you have many people writing to you saying, oh, my God, you know, your book changed my life. I couldn't put it down. It's wonderful. But I don't really write it for any of these reasons. I just write it because I know there is the need for it. And so I do it. Mm. The family of light, the enlightened masters, 
tell me, you need to write this book. So I don't choose it with my mind. They are guiding me on that. And then I write it and I give it to the universe. I have the most amazing agent in Los Angeles who is looking after me. And he's a very inspirational man. He's also the agent of amazing writer and teachers like Eckhart Tolle. So he's a brilliant man. And, uh, and he understands that. You know, he really understands the importance of writing these books. And he, and he will help you as much as he can to put them out there, basically. Mm, that's beautiful. And how can uh, people find your books and your work then if, if okay. they want to so yeah, find I, it? Um, my books is in certain stores, but not in every stores around the world. And so I will then give you... Oh, oh, um, we will give you the link for the book. Yeah, that's great. So that and you can you can I add will... uh, you can add uh, into the podcast. Yes. Uh, and also, exactly. I'm having the, the brilliant team. It's um, it's working. My friend Fernanda and her brilliant team are working on my website right now, which should be ready. Uh, mm. by mid-January, I think. And, uh, and, and so there you can find a lot more information about me. And also this website will be part of a platform as well. Um, so there are all these things coming for me just now in the beginning of 2021. So I am very, very grateful, really grateful. Um, um, and I will let you know all of this information. Thank you so much. I will share it to the show notes. And do you have any last thing you want to share with the listeners? Yes, but everyone must have faith. Mm. Faith in themselves, faith that everyone is so much bigger than they may believe to be. And that everyone is unique in their gifts, in their talents, in their beauty. And they must have faith in that and stop comparing themselves to others. Which is something that nowadays happens so much, you know, especially on social media, you know, all of those things. I mean, social media is great to spread the right messages. But it's also not great because it creates a lot of insecurity for a lot of people. So I just would like to remind everyone that you are beautiful, that you are special, that you have a brilliant light and a big heart. Thank you so much for listening this week. I hope this was inspiring and if you want to connect with Claudia, you have all of her links in the show notes. You can check out her new book uh, and her work on her website and on Facebook and Instagram. And I hope that you can grow with this new knowledge and yeah, don't hesitate to let me know, give me feedback if you have 
any thoughts or questions around this or other episodes, you can connect with me on Instagram as well. So let's take a deep breath in together, in through the nose and exhale out through the mouth and namaste.